Something smells delicious in here. Yeah, it does. I'm hungry. Jake, are you eating El Ranchito Taco Shop? <coughs> that looks amazing. What did you order? <coughs> Tacos. Um, what? <coughs> Guac. Jake, are you choking? Get out of my way, Michael. He needs a Heimlich. <coughs> Oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening again. Jake, you know you're allergic to avocado! One generic allergy medication later. Are you okay? <sighs> yeah. Almost dying is so worth it to have some El Ranchito creamy guac. <coughs> Thanks, Eric, for trying to save me, even though I wasn't joking. I know. I just wanted to get you from behind. <laughs> well, I guess this is a good time to tell everybody that if you're ever in the Inland Empire and are craving some great Mexican food, visit El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. <laughs> Seriously, I follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. El Ranchito Taco Shop. More than just great Mexican food. <laughs> Hi, bitch. Welcome back Mm. to our podcast, where sometimes we have beverages. Do you want to have one with me today? Yes. Yes? Jacob doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's mad that I put the kibosh on his inappropriate words to open the podcast. Well, since this is your first time here, we're not allowed to have fun. Yeah. (laughs) We've got two pod Nazis now instead of one. The flame is I just didn't want you to open the podcast. It's lame as fuck. The fucking Gestapo. Do you know what this podcast is called? No. No fun. Read a book. Yeah. (laughs) (coughs) Mm -hmm. This is Customer Estates Podcast, where we talk about... If we're allowed to talk about everything in the automotive industry. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you go... Get it out. Oh, no, please continue. Get it out. This is for you. This is your event time. Come on. Who are you? I'm Allie Paul. I'm a warranty administrator. Who the fuck are you? Who gives a shit? Yeah, who does? I'd have more fun (laughs) jumping into a bush of cactuses. Wait. Cacti. First of all, get the plural right. Second of all, a bush of cactus? Eric, I feel like it was perfect just the way it was. Thank you, Jacob. You're welcome. God forbid we sit here and correct everybody constantly throughout the episode. God forbid. We're really having like a chill and loving vibe this week. So, um, brought to you by Mike and Allie. <laughs> well, that was sarcasm for those of you who didn't pick up on that. I mm. don't think anyone didn't pick up on it. No, mm. oh, I'm just saying. Who's um, that sexy bear over there? He won't tell me because he's a sad person. Well, that's why I'm asking. Okay. My name is Jake. And I'm here because I have to be. What do you do? Who gives a shit? Mike, you're up. I care. Tell Eric what you do. Eric knows what I do. Eric, ask him what he does. I know what he does. He knows what I do. Mike, you're up. (laughs) If you don't know who I am, go back and listen to the other episode. If you don't know, now you know. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Uh, my name is Mike. I am a uh, internal service advisor and shop foreman. When will you get to be an external? 
when I graduate. Service advisor. Next, next month. <laughs> Eric. Oh, I felt something coming on and it didn't. Oh, you were trying to hold it. Eric. Who are you, Eric? Hello. I'm Eric. Oh, okay. Apparently. But what's your name, Eric? Allegedly. Yeah, Eric. Joaquin. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Eric, what do you do in the automotive industry and for how long? Amo. Fuck me. Eric. I didn't say that. Blow me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> me amo Eric Montenegro. <laughs> y soy un mecánico. Muy bonito. <laughs> Cada seis años. Mm. Mm. Seis años. Do you feel bonita? <laughs> I feel bonita. <laughs> I feel <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> no, it's not. God. Um, any gays, mm. welcome to the podcast. No, we all love you and we love each other. We're just having a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Call the police. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help. Wait, it's a podcast. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> well, I can see you. Oh, okay. The the phone can see me. Oh no. Uh oh. What are you doing? What's happening? <laughs> I was about to explode. Okay. Uh, maybe it's AMFM. I I don't know. That's I mean, what I was going to get into, but I was trying to help her with her sneeze. She has to cough. Oh. Please, it's okay. <laughs> Well, we're waiting. <coughs> there okay, it is. Good. Fantastic. I was Check trying out. to get you yes. guys to like talk. So I had maybe a, it's AMFM. Yeah, that's not my it's, story. It's mine. Sorry. Well, I was getting Jacob to prompt shut up so that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prompt him for that. So I was, you know, it could. Do we want a sh- the short version or the long version? Go for it. Hit us. Mm. So I had this problematic ancient vehicle that shouldn't have been in our service department but it was it was a 2004 model year wow grand cherokee with the v8 it had an oil leak no kidding well i chased this oil leak for quite some time the customer in two years drove 7600 miles okay wow and that's impressive that's nothing when it was in Oh, excuse me. Two and a half years ago. Oh when it was in two and a half years ago, they Jesus. valve cover gaskets, oil pan gasket, water pump, radiator, a bunch of shit that it needed. The vehicle only has like 130 some odd thousand miles on it. Mm. 20 year old so car. It came in with an oil leak and then I'm like, it's a fucking oil pan again. I don't, I don't know. I put an oil pan gasket in it. An oil pan gasket in it. Came back from the road test. It's still leaking. Fuck. I inspected the pan in the block before I installed it. There was nothing wrong with it. So I pulled them out again and cleaned it with the die grinder this time, reinstalled it, still leaking. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, okay, well, it's coming from the back of the end, the bell housing. And I had looked in there with my mirror, and I know that the rear main was bone dry. So I had to pull the trans to look and see if the, maybe there were oral galley plugs up there. Yes, there are oil galley plugs up there. They were both dry. The oil is coming from the pan still. PCB system. Oil galley plugs. They're just plugs in the side of the engine that plug holes through there. There's like oh, and so oil can leak from there. Yeah, Yeah, all these passages. They're not supposed to leak from there. Okay, just part of the machining process of the older engines. Um, PCB system, right? That's the next thing I could. It's still coming out of the pan gasket. Sure. Yeah. Fucking throw PCB valve in it. Still fucking leaking. Cool. 
So the way this engine is built, it has a bracket on the bottom half of the bell housing that bolts to the block and the transmission. So bolt it up and then back. It doesn't contact the oil pan in any way, shape or form. And this engine has a bed plate or a upper oil Cradle pan. or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It bolts directly to that. So I pull that bracket out and reinstall the exhaust so that I can have a clear view of the back of the oil pan to see it leaking out of there because it's not coming from anywhere else. It's not coming down the sides of the engine. It's not coming nowhere else. It's coming from the bucking pan. I pull that bracket out. I go for a quick road test. Come back. I'm, it's not dripping anymore. <laughs> Let me do my road test that I did the past three fucking times. So then I took the longer road test that I did the past three fucking times. Come back. Fucking dry. It's fixed. You fixed it. Yeah. The fix is fixed. The I guess. Fucking bracket. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know how. Shot foreman. Not a fucking word. Like he scratched his head as long as I did. So what? It's the fuck ever. A weird amount of pressure on part of the ceiling surface or something. I, Who the fuck yeah. knows? Who the fuck knows? Whatever. They drive 7,000 miles in two years. They're not going to fucking need it. The guy's in the hospital anyway. So whatever. So <laughs> I hope he feels better soon. <laughs> pulling the trans, I had to disconnect the battery. So doing the right thing. I get getting ready to pull the car up front. Let me fix his clock for him, right? So this is one of those clocks that require a ballpoint pen to reset the time. Oh, oh, yeah. oh because mm-hmm. it's so freaking old. <laughs> so I'm resetting the time. It's like, like a fucking Tamagotchi. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the, reset. the reset button. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. You're taking me back. Mm-hmm. So I'm resetting Take the time back. on it. <laughs> Little industry secret, if you will, for me. If I have to reset the customer's clock, I always put it five minutes fast. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, all of my clocks are five minutes Mine are too, but I do it for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm resetting it. I'm like, it still says AM. Like, it's 4.30 in the afternoon. Why the fuck does it? So I go through the hours, go past 12 o'clock, and it still says fucking AM. I'm like, there's no other buttons here to change it from AM to PM. Like, what the fuck? And the assistant service manager is sitting there and he's watching me and he's like, and he thought about it for a second. He's like, maybe it's AM, like AM, FM. And I push the power button and the AM goes off. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's it. That was my exact response. In my defense, it didn't show a radio station. It only showed that it was on AM <laughs> on the digital screen. It just said AM. It didn't say 1070 or 98. What the fuck ever. It said AM time. But yeah, I was like, that's fucking good. I'm putting that in my podcast notes. We, thank you for we that. We all get defeated from time to time. And I thank you for sharing that with us. Shout it's, out to Reed. Yeah. yeah being, being humble. <laughs> It was good. It was funny. But anyways, it took me about two weeks to figure out. (laughs) So on kind of silly, stupid shit like that, I had a older pair of ladies, I guess would be the... the, I have a pair of ladies. Yes. That pulled into my service drive today. And there's a very old lady in the passenger seat and a older lady in the driver's seat. Good Lord. And they... Pull up, and I'm the only one in the office at the moment, so I walk out. It's brand new CX-5. Brand spanking new. Hmm. 
And um, I start to walk around to the driver's side, and they roll down the passenger window, so I skirt back over. Skirt. And I go, hi, what can I help you with? And they go, well, our phones aren't charging in, you know, the CX-5. We've got to plug it into USB. It's not working. And I know it's new enough where it's got CarPlay and all that stuff. So I checked the one ladies who is in the passenger seat and it wasn't pushed all the way in. So fix that. CarPlay pulls right up. You know, phone starts charging. No it problem. Wasn't plugged all the way in. Yeah. And then the other lady, this was the fun one. And she goes, Well, I know mine's plugged all the way in. She's like, I know how this works. I'm like, mm. <laughs> like, okay. Hold up. So she goes, Here, let me get out so you can check. She's like, But I know I have it plugged in right. <clears throat> okay. So I look in her center console and she's got a new, the one of the newer iPhones. Mm hmm. So I see that it's plugged into the iPhone, the lightning cable side. Okay. Follow the cord all the way. And she, I shit you not, has a USB-C shoved into a USB point. And it's just... Oh, how cute! And it's just floating in there. And I remove it, and I hold it, and she goes, why did you unplug it? (laughs) I unplug it. Someone come get their grandma. (laughs) And And I'm holding it like this, and I'm like... This is the wrong connector. She's like, no, it's not. Like, ma'am. Who the fuck? Bitch. I'm like, ma'am. So that's when you unplug the other one. I did. Mm. I'm like, ma'am. Yes, it is. So I unplug her friends and I go, this is the correct plug. This is not. She goes, so it was just shoved in there? Mm-hmm. Precisely. You did this. Precisely. <laughs> you did this, Tammy. She goes, well, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I... I okay. How does that not make any sense? I'm like, I'm I'm sorry. I'm like, this is the cord you have to go get, and then your phone will start charging. So she goes, well, even if I plug it into hers, it doesn't work. So we plug in her (laughs) correct. Now that it's plugged in, her friend's correct one. What happened? And I plug it. It doesn't work. (laughs) Oh. Like okay, but it connects, and then if you have an iPhone, it does a little. If it kind of does the. Yeah. Connected, not connected thing. Mm-hmm. And I go, ma'am, I'm pretty sure it's your port or it's your phone. This is trying to connect, but it's not. And she's like, no. I'm like, okay. Plug your phone in. Ding. That was Jake plugging in his phone. Ma'am, <laughs> it's charging. It's your phone. Yeah. Oh, this is just, this is a Mazda issue. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, okay. I've heard of anything I don't, like this before. Okay, that's fine, ma'am. I'm like, this is what you need. I'm like, that will make it work fine. You need to go to wherever your carrier is and tell them that your port is fucked up. Wait, how did you not laugh your fucking ass off when you saw that? Because he was so fucking annoyed. Because you can't. Because he was so annoyed. He's a professional. Because you can't. Why were you raising your hand? I was annoyed too. Like, I I didn't find it funny. I found it fucking annoying. I think it's fucking funny. I would have been pissed. Oh, because I thought, because I had a similar situation, but with my mother, mm-hmm. um, with her Lexus, she calls me, she's like, what was it? Um, her Apple CarPlay wasn't coming up. Like, okay, try another cable. Do you have an aftermarket cable? Yes. Okay, we'll get a factory one. Yep. I ordered her factory one came. She's like, it's still not working. Fine. I ended up going out there that following weekend for whatever reason. So I go there and sure shit, it's not working. I'm like... Okay, well, you should probably go to Lexus. 
have them. Mm-hmm. You have an extended warranty. It's still under basic, I'm pretty sure, too. <clears throat> Long story short, she goes to the dealership and he peels off her phone case and bing. Oh, she has like a fancy case. A, a, a cheap case and it was, but it's weird because she's had that case for a really long time and it's never been an issue until now. Mm-hmm. So. And that's always, the, and that's always the answer. Well, it's so, been fine up until today. I thought it was her case. That's uh-huh. why I said that. PSA, you guys, everyone look at their little charger holes on their phone and clean all of your pocket lint out of it i pulled out so that's much. that's not pocket, pocket lint that's fucking dead skin it's a it's a bunch of diff but i pulled out so much shit the other day it was like probably enough to fill a thimble it's mine disgusting. didn't have any because i keep mine in my purse mm-hmm. and mine's in my pockets is uh, yeah i cleaned mine out i think two weeks ago when i dropped look it in, in your hole mike is but, your hole clean my hole's very clean, I'll have you know. That's good to know. I dropped my phone in a vat of coolant the other day. That's oh, that's fun. Good. Yeah. How's it working? I was I like very a dumbass. Chill. I know stupid. Wait, that, what did you I didn't funny. hear? You said very chill. Um very uh, good. That was funny. Um <laughs> I know better and I sometimes forget and put it in my shirt pocket. No, mm-hmm. that, oh god, no, that's a yeah. and then yeah. every tech over. every tech fucking knows Don't do you that. never put your sh- your phone in your shirt pocket or your vape. Mm. And I <laughs> and I fucking was in the engine compartment. Guess where it went? I dropped my vape in the bathtub the other day. Yeah. yeah. Was it smoking afterwards? No, it was fine. Are you trying to do the I just let it air out a little bit. The toaster thing. I'm not quite ready for the full commitment. We'll start <laughs> small. <laughs> I've told you guys like about the, the last of, uh, mm. the last bath bomb, right? I've told you guys about that. Your final bath bomb. It's the last no, bath bomb. No. There's these little bath bombs in the shape of the toaster. Oh, and they're called the last bath bomb. fucking hilarious. They're super cute. I love it. Uh-huh. If you were I a loved one struggling with mental health, call someone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in all seriousness. My wife got me a toaster for Christmas. It's just weird that she threw it in the bathroom. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Who's Next two, one's you, Mikey. Yeah, who's two weeks? Okay, so this one's me. Uh, it's going to take about two weeks to tell the story. I'm going to try and condense I'm it. I'm kidding. Um, so I haven't told any of you guys this, and by that I mean um, my audience right here. Um, I've been having a problem. Or the listeners. I've been having, or the listeners. Um, I've been having a problem at work for the past um, like week or so, just, just about two weeks. And um, events have led me to come to the realization that maybe it's time for me to move on. Hmm. And so, uh, I had this issue where, um, I'll, I'll just be very vague. One of our service advisors, um, gave us two weeks, which I wasn't worried about. And, um, I had another technician that, or, uh, I had another person that I knew that was qualified and looking for a job. And so I tried to, you know, say, Hey, you want to come interview for this job? We got a job for you. We'll come find out that, you know, they like the person that I handpicked and recommended so much that they wanted to try and give that person my job and make me go back to working on cars again. <gasps> so there, you know, there's a lot of things to be said about that. A, you know, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, how, you know, how dare you? But also like, you know, me as a technician, you know, I still, I still feel and think like a technician. Like I, I, I could still go work on cars, but I, I don't really want to Not at the this point. point. Yeah. But the whole, yeah, the, the whole fact of the matter is I, I found this guy out of, out of nothing and like handpicked and selected him to you telling you that he was going to be good for this position. And then you go back on me and say, actually, we think he'd be better for yours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we're just going to have him do your job and you, and you can go back to being a tech. And it wasn't even, you know, he was going to do, I was still going to be the shop foreman, but he was going to do, do the, the writing in, internal writing as well. So now you're telling me that the guy is going to be doing all of the lube stuff, so like the quick service, or I mean, a, a quick lube quick advisor. Clean. Okay. He's also going to be doing all new and used cars. And come January 1st, he's also going to be doing all electric vehicles because we have to have a dedicated advisor for electric vehicles come January 1st. You, you've got to be insane. Yeah. The, the job that I do just as an internal advisor for new and used cars is literally a full-time job, which is why we had a full-time person doing that before. Right. And, and she worked. She, she did a lot. A yeah. Lot. So, so that was one, one thing that was like a big slap in the face. And then it was like, I have to decide like whether I want to, you know, block, block my buddy from getting a job that he needs versus me continuing to work at the company. Well, do you even have any say like so in this matter? So <laughs> when you should, but when I, when I told them uh, all these, all the points that I made of like, you know, you're, you're asking him to do three different writing jobs. It's like, it's not, it's not possible. And they were trying to like ask me, well, how, you know, how many minutes does it take to write an RO for a used car? I'm like, you, like it, it's not how if many minutes it takes ask. to write that RO. It's the the entire amount of the day that you have to go through and follow up with a technician, get the parts, do yep. this, modify the repair order, close out the repair order. I mean, see if there's approvals. Mm-hmm. You know, and I threw out some stupid number like 20 minutes. You know, like because I mean, realistically, yeah. it takes me about five, five minutes, minutes or so to, to write the repair order, and then you know if it's an easy one, but. That's not every RO. And then I, you know, I'm chasing down the car and I'm doing this and like all the other. So anyway, I, I digress. So, so they're, they're telling me that this is probably going to happen and that, and I, and I tell them, listen, I, I don't really know that I want to work on cars anymore. It's, it's not, it's not about whether or not this guy gets, the, gets the, my job. I just, I just don't know that I want to go work on cars. Oh, well, you know, it'd only be for a little bit. I'm like, you, you guys have told me like this uh-huh. a number of times. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I'm telling you right now, I, I'm not going to go back to work on cars right now. I'm not ready to do that right now. I, 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 I've gotten really good at this thing. I've been, you know, changing the, um, uh, operation codes and and going through and adjusting all the numbers so that everything works out properly because of the things that people have told me of how the things work and like I mean, I've gotten I've gotten pretty good at this position. I don't want to give that up yet because I've you know honed it down. I know a place where you could come work. Stop. <laughs> come on over, Mike. I completely understand what it if you get feels like to Mike, be fucking can. overlooked and fucking. Promised and all that crap. I feel your pain, bud. So, so check this out. the The last couple of days were like my, you know, the straw on the camels uh, that that broke the camel's back, right? And um, I literally, I literally drafted a two weeks notice uh, after talking to gasp. So after talking to um, uh. Three different managers, two, uh, two of which don't work for my company, but I, I know 
and a couple of other people, they all told me the same thing that I was thinking is like, if you, if you allow them to do that to you, like, you know, you're, you're insane for still working there because obviously yeah. they, they, they don't under, you know, they're not valuing you mm -hmm. or they're not listening to you. Like, and that's the biggest thing is that they're not listening to you. You have these ideas. They're not wrong. Almost everything you say is correct. If they're not listening to you, then that's the wrong style of management. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't work for that company. Right. Maybe you're better used somewhere else. So now like, I have, Sounds to, about right. I have to like, think about like, oh my God. So now I, I have to go work somewhere else. It's way far away from my house. I may not be able to come home and hang out with Koa for lunch and like, why there's 15 things. places around but there. I want to, I want to still be, be I want to still be a Ford technician or, okay. or you know, a Ford representative. I, I, I like Ford motor company and you know, to, to be the senior master thing, that's like cool for me still for, you know, whatever reason. So after I like, you know, I, I have some, um, deep deep breathing moments and meditations and thinking about all these things and like oh my god what am i gonna do i come in the next morning to find out that the general manager no longer works at that store <gasps> second guess Hallelujah. and now so you're starting anew and now yes i'm starting anew and now i realize that not only a do i not have to worry about losing my job to this guy but I also know that now I can tell my service manager, which I did, that we're not going to move forward with this specific person, unfortunately, which I feel bad about. The one who's your buddy? Yeah. Okay. But we're going to go with somebody else who's not a threat to my position. Basically, I was hiring. Well, yeah. I was basically hiring my replacement. He does the, the, the place that he worked at before. He was the shop foreman, the master technician, and the internal advisor. I was literally hiring my replacement. And I didn't think about it at the time because I just thought that he was going to be like a different writer. I was trying to help him out. He needed a job. He wanted, you know, he wanted to work. He's a, he's a great candidate. But if I'm going to be hiring somebody that's my competition. Did he try it to get no, your job? No, absolutely not. No, he, okay. no, he did not. Okay. He did not at all. And he didn't try to come in to do that. But when he's, you know, during the interview, when he started talking about his qualifications, he's, he's, a, he's great. He's great. He's me. But I'm not trying to hire me because I'm I'm already there. You're you. I I, I am there. That's <laughs> that, that's my spot. So unfortunately, that was like another tough choice of like, if if I got to choose, it's gonna be me. Like I'm sorry, I'm I, I'm gonna stay. It's so, gonna be me. Thank you, Justin. You're welcome. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> well, I'm going to well, their concert because they will tour. Time. It's all your fault. I know. Mm-hmm. Know. That was very. It was very emotional. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll close it with like, if anybody's, oh, if, anybody's <laughs> if anybody's ever had like hard emotions leaving a place and not like happy emotions, like you know, fuck this place, I'm out of here. But like you know, you've you've teared up trying to like draft a, a, a two weeks notice. That's that was my like last four days. It was well, how long really, have you been really bad. there in that building? In that physical location, mm -hmm. it'll be 16 years next March. So That's 15 and a half years. Or so. Fucking wild. Yeah. You only have three years on me. That's fucking wild. It's wild. Oh my God. Um, Jacob, but, I'm still not convinced that I need to draft one up. 
Um, well, you could always have one on file. I do. <laughs> there you go. You could like have it at the ready. To whom it may concern makes it just like better. <laughs> every time you're really pissed off, just As like per my last email. It. Yeah. <laughs> put it put it in, in in a frame with a piece of glass and a hammer attached to it. And break in case of emergency. Yeah. How to professionally say wake up and do your job, fuck nut. As per my last email. Mm-hmm. And, and the funniest thing too is is like I was thinking like okay so if I was really gonna do it and leave and like they weren't gonna try and save me and like say oh well we'll give you whatever you want to just stay with the company you know I was like thinking like well there's two ways you could take it do it gracefully and don't burn your bridges or burn just, it the fuck down just absolutely go pour the gas wild. pour the gas go uh-huh. wild like I don't know I'm trying to make it very clear don't too. forget to light the match uh huh I've been trying to make don't it very wild, clear guys. too don't go wild. Everybody that but I if can. You do, send it to no. Customer States Podcast. No, no we don't endorse that. <laughs> Jacob. Well, my, I'm done. I was listening. No, no, you were. I'm good. I want to hear. I'm good. I do too. Oh, I'm good. Please. We can move on. Next story. It's all her fault, you know. Hmm? It's all her fault. Her fault? Yeah. Yes, it is. I know. It always is our fault. That's what we do as writers. We're just there to take the brunt of it so everybody else can sit back and not have to do shit like that it's your fault that lady shoved that charger in that port Mm -hmm. so we did wrong charger we had a we had a lady that came in actually she's fairly nice just you know shit like this happens and the switch flips i get it it's fine but you know it's always your fault or something it it can't be anything outside of the dealership you know something that you might have done or Whoever else drives a vehicle or anything like that, it's of course, I was just here, so of course, it's going to be your fault, part of the job, whatever. So we we had a car that was dropped off, or I had a car that was dropped off as an early bird, and got the envelope, saw, car runs like shit, has a hard time staying running, runs like shit, please fix type of thing. So <clears throat> my tech diagnoses it, turns out that it is the injectors so we replaced the fuel rail and the spark plugs and a few other things and sure enough problems fixed no big deal customer says do it totally fine pays the money fix it test drive it 25 times just to make sure passes with flying colors customer picks it up today she shows up i don't know if she had an appointment or she just showed up either way um it was actually that lady that you were talking to me about that we didn't get the signature from, right after I hung up the phone, she walked into the office. Yeah. What? So that, yeah, it totally random. She's yeah. well, like, do, do you remember this customer? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, we never got a signature. And I said, well, it was an early bird. So, yeah. but right as I hung up the phone, she walks in. <laughs> Before uh, you begin, yeah. I need a signature right here. Mm-hmm. So... She goes, check engine lights back on. I'm like, is the car running okay? Is there anything you notice? She's like, running completely fine. And I was originally on the phone when she first walked in. So one of the associates I work with grabbed the information. Associates. I appreciate that because that's awesome. But I would have checked a couple of different things, which he didn't. He's new. No big deal. It, no harm, no foul. Um, we give it to the tech. Goes back to the one for a recheck, runs the code, small EVAP link. Hmm. Four, five, six. So we go to the fuel door. 
which she we just all, filled up. which we always check first <clears throat> and open the fuel door and bloop, out completely pops the gas cap <laughs> wow. didn't even like attempt to try and put it back on so yeah. you know put it back did you take check the, it like mine yes <laughs> <laughs> okay this one actually works put it back on loose took the inspection video explained it tightened it cleared the codes test drove it three times it's fine I get a text. I got the video at work. Was Can't watch it at the moment. What did it end up being? And gas cap was loose. And she goes, you're kidding me. I'm like, no. <laughs> gas cap. She goes, my daughter just did just get gas. God damn it. I'm like, it's okay. So, yeah. Happened. But she goes, okay, I'll pick it up. And she called. She goes, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you don't have to be sorry. I get <laughs> it. They spent a lot of money. Yeah. And check engine light came back on. Yeah. It's just, it's how it always happens. Mm-hmm. It won't be you know, a year and a half down the road. Sounds it's gonna, familiar to me. It's going to be the <laughs> other... It's going to be fucking two days. So, but yeah. Mazda's in their cast caps. That's all, <laughs> that's all our fault. Apparently. Yeah. Yep. That's right. At least you didn't have to make a house call. That is true. Well, uh, we can we can do this one real quick. Um so I just, I alluded to the fact that I wasn't having like a really great time at work recently. So I was in a bad mood and I believe this was maybe a Friday, um, last week. And, um, we, I, uh, one of the advisors tells me that we just worked on a, a F-150 and the customer's broken down and like, I, like down the street and I need to go take a look at it. So I asked the advisor what they did and they like replaced the carpet. And then I asked like what the concern is and it's like stuck in neutral. So I asked the technician, I'm like, did you have to do anything with the shifter linkage? And he's like, yes. I was like, okay, obviously now I know what I'm doing. So I go and I grab some tools reluctantly because I'm still in that stupid boot because my toe is broken. My boot. And, um, you know, flashlight tools, gloves, rag, just to make sure. Um, and I go down. So, uh, or no. So before I go, I'm asking the advisor, I'm like, so, you know, where's the vehicle? Where am I going? Oh, they're over by the gas station. Okay. That, that gas station. Yes. But like, are they at the gas station? Are they at, at the pump? Are they stuck down the street from the gas station? Oh, they're over by the soap shop. <laughs> what? So what, like, where is this vehicle? I need to f- know a location. You can't yeah. tell me it's by something. Where is this customer? You have them on the phone right now. Tell me where the customer is. Oh, they're over by the gun store. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll be right there. Of course so, you do. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I, there are I, a few. well, I know I knew based on those places where I needed to go. So anyway, so I go down there and talk to the customer, you know, I pull up and uh, uh, get all my tools out and the customer, customer comes out of the, the, the gun store and, um, I'm, Tell him, like, give me a few minutes. I'm going to, you know, I'll take care of it for you. No worries. He's like, well, yeah, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go back inside and continue on with what I was doing. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come find you when, when I'm done. I, I kind of want to go inside anyway. Anyway, and, you know, we were talking about, like, while I was getting my tools out and stuff like that when he came out, we were talking about the shooting stuff that I do. And I was telling him, like, oh, you know, like, I was looking for something anyway, so maybe when I'm done, I'll go in because, uh, again, I was already having a bad day. So it takes me like two minutes to fix the guy's truck. I, I throw all my tools back in the car, uh, go inside the shop to go, you know, get through the lock gate uh, uh, and give the guy the keys, keys back and tell him what happened with the vehicle. And then I said, and if you don't mind, if you're done with that guy, uh, I would like to talk to him about my gun. So, Jake, they got a FN57 there. That nice. I'm probably going to get it. So, 
anyway, that, it was very funny. I, I got to take some like five minutes out of my day and give myself a little bit of therapy and go to the gun store and look at cool stuff. It was really, 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 really nice. Really, 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 really nice. <laughs> really nice. Okay. Well. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes, oh. I know you don't. You don't like. Sorry. You don't like firearms. Stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was. It was a gun store story. I know. That's fine. Story. I'm sure a lot of our listeners appreciated it. I prefer bars, though. Bars. You, got, you got a joke for me? I do. Or are you going to spit bars? <laughs> Definitely. I never spit. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Jacob! Yes, I'm listening. A polar bear walks into a bar and says to the bartender, gin and tonic. The bartender asks, what's with the pause? Polar bear responds, well, these had it my whole life. You know who would have appreciated that? Our sponsors. They certainly fucking would have. No. I think I think uh, Nick Lowry from Matco Tools would have appreciated it. Supplying us with Matco Tools and Milwaukee products. Well, what about Travis Ferris supplying us with Justice Brothers products? I definitely think so. And some kick-ass pens. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, don't forget the pens. Yeah. And what about Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore as well? Yeah, supplying us with tacos and amazing guacamole dips. We're going to give Jacob a bowl of that. We also want to thank Dale Follett, Norman Glazier. You guys rock. Thank you for being the support. All those peoples. And the one eyed one horn line purple people. The <laughs> it's spooky season, bitches. It is. We'll talk more about that when we come back. Yes. Bye. Hi. Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust. So you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality.
Welcome back. Thank you to our sponsors and all that good happy shit. Um, anybody have anything to crack? Oh, I do. I doth. Fantastic. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I have strawberry guava. I have tangerine. I still have pineapple. Pineapple. Say goodbye to a tangerine sky. Say hello. Say hello to tomorrow. Nobody? Wait. Oh. No. You, right? You do. You do. Michael. What is happening? We're having a winter wedding. I want you to know. No, we're not. No. Oh, my God. You got it. I'm so proud of you. Listeners, if you know that song, hit me up. Slide in my DMs, please. That will be the listener poll for this. Oh, yes. Do you know that song? Oh, my God. Okay, moving forward. Sorry. It sounds familiar. Oh, it took me all the way back to my fucking childhood. All the way. And we're all in the same age group here, so. Mm -hmm. No, Jake's the baby. In (laughs) case, Jakey is the baby. Mm -hmm. My baby daddy. cute. My baby daddy. Mm. 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 Tell us about your new paydays. I found out that I've got weird, weird days that I'm paid. I get paid. So I'm on commission. 100% 100% commission on my new pay, mm-hmm. which sucks. But is this for it all is, advisors? All advisors. Okay. All the same, which sucks, but it is what it is. That's gay. Um, yeah, it is. Can't say that. Um, well, just, if I he does, it's fine. Yeah. Um, so I get paid on on the 5th and the 20th. I get paid an hourly rate for all the hours that I've made. Minimum wage and then any overtime is time and a half. And then on the 10th, I get a third check for my commission, and all of my hourly is drawn from that commission check. It's very weird. What? Oh. No. That doesn't make any fucking so sense. So you don't actually make minimum wage. They take it out of your commission. Well, I mean, I do, but they have to pay me somehow for the time I'm there, I guess. I don't fucking know. Huh. What? So, I mean, like, you haven't gotten your first paycheck yet right because like, i've gotten hasn't. two but it's the hourly one no but i mean like you, you haven't gotten your commission check yet. God, my first commission check apparently gets paid on the 10th so like a normal pay period for most people is like two weeks or, or like even in a month is how you would gauge what you're you know what you're making 10th right? and 25th yeah, so, it'll, so. Yeah. so it'll be the 5th 10th and the 20th it's interesting well i'd be interested to see what that number is compared to what it was before I have no idea because nobody can really give me a straight answer. It's that new new age math, common core, whatever they call it. Spooky math. Just more bullshit. That sucks, dude. The fifth, I'm used to it. Five, ten, <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm calculating the amount of days between the between paydays for him. Fifth, tenth, and twentieth. Mm-hmm. You have twenty days between a paycheck. 10th and the 20th. That's 20 days. No, that's 10 days. 10 days. No, no oh. I was thinking of the one after that. That's still, that's... Like my old one on the on the 20th, I'd get my draw check, fifth. which was 1000 bucks. And 15. And then on the 5th, I'd get my, you know, commission bonus and um, salary pay. And then the $1,000 would be removed. 
I had a ditzy moment by from that. that check. It happens, babe. As long as as long as the money is like the same or comparable, I think the only thing would be like if you have like auto pay bills, like that, like maybe you would have to reschedule those. Yeah. If you know to wait till the next check comes in. Yeah. If it's going to be structured like that, that's great. So I don't know. Like I said, nobody can give me an answer, and it doesn't really fucking matter because so far this company hasn't done much but give me promises and. I've been fucked again, so it doesn't really fucking matter. I just must hate myself or not give a shit. I haven't figured it out yet. Welcome to the corporate world and the life that I've been living for the past week and a half or two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I feel I feel your pain, brother. Yeah. Feel your pain. And I know a lot of other people out there have gone through that same exact thing too, which is why one of the reasons why we have this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Indubitably. Speaking of getting fucked. Um <laughs> I was going to say, if anybody wants a fuck, you know, a fuck doll, just give me a call. Apparently, I'm good at it. Um, <laughs> just lay there and take advantage of me. That's what they do at my job. Um, so, anyways, so I've got a tech, or, well, techs, that I, right now, it's Mazda tech line is, um, lack of a better term, just employed by idiots there there's a lot of guys who have retired out of the industry who knew what they were talking about who were old school techs that knew just real knowledge used to do it for years and then you know go on to tech line where they can help with shit like that right and most of those guys are gone and when you find a good one it's a you know it's like a unicorn and right now my technicians are dealing with a lot of idiots where it's you know they're reading from a database it's you type in a hit word this pops up this has happened x amount of times whatever it is it's kind of the same way but yeah. right you could you know try this and then if that doesn't work try this if that doesn't work try this even though my technicians who have been doing this longer than they've been alive most of them is you know instead of this is what it needs we've diagnosed it we know it's not this this isn't doing what it's supposed to this is how i checked it that's not doing what it's supposed to i've checked it the only thing left is this but of course not and off of this is i've got a lady who's here with a brand new cx5 2023 and it's got 7,000 miles on it and she came in with a tire pressure light that will not clear so my techs of course check the tpms system go into you know the data logger check all four tires and it's sending data and they're proper but there's a code for tpms sensor one TPMS sensor four. So we replace them. Mm -hmm. There you go. There's your problem. Replace them, put it back. <clears throat> Code still doesn't clear. Same two codes, number one and number four. So we swap the tires from the exact same vehicle just to see if it's, you know, same size, same vehicle, throw them on, drive it. Right. Still doesn't clear. Only thing left, instrument cluster. Communicates Ooh. with it. So even though the TPMS is sending the data, Instrument cluster not is not receiving it. Right. Won't clear the light. It just reads it. Is there something wrong? Call tech line. <clears throat> well, did you replace the TPMS? Yeah. Did you swap the tires? Yeah. It's like, okay, do this one last thing. And I forget what it was. So now my tech has to waste more of his time and call tomorrow morning and go, this didn't fucking work to ultimately, of course, what replace he told it. the person, what it was, is it'll be replacing instrument cluster. So I had to put the customer... 
in a loaner and tell her, sorry, it's going to go another fucking day. And we weren't allowed to order it because we haven't gotten it cleared by tech line. And then if we didn't do that, then as soon as we send the <coughs> claim and Ali tries to claim it, it'll fucking kick it back or some other stupid bullshit. So tomorrow we'll get to order the instrument cluster and we'll have to send it out to get reprogrammed and just more wasted time, wasted loaner and a pissed off customer. So. Yeah, on a brand new vehicle. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm, that's a bummer. Yeah. On the new Mazdas, it's nice. The... Mazda 3, CX-30, CX-50s, everything but the CX, the CX-9s and the CX-5s because they're a, they're on the old IDS system and the new ones are on the new IDS system. IDS probably versus FDRS or whatever you're. So you can program the new instrument clusters on the 3s, the 50s, the 90s, and the 30s. You hop right in, give it the data that it needs, answer a couple of questions, changes the, the odometer, you're good. On the older ones, send it out to a company in New York. They have to fucking do it because it's a government agency. They send it back to you and you put the sticker in the door frame. Huh. Specmo. This vehicle has been modified. Correct. Oh my God. Yes, please add this amount to whatever current odometer reading there is. What a nightmare. Mm -hmm. That's and there's a whole like separate dumb claiming convoluted claiming process. Oh, I'm sure because they couldn't yeah. make it simple for you. Yep. And you don't get to make any money on it too. And there's all kinds of like administrative work from the service writer that has to be done. Mm -hmm. And it's super bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's never easy. I respect you. Mm -hmm. huh, fun stuff. My sister-in-law's truck has a problem with the instrument cluster. I was talking to Mikey about that last week. Mm -hmm. I got kind of an ingenious idea which is and semi fixed it i took out the chime oh just to oh yeah we talked about that yeah yeah yeah. do we talk about it on the no, podcast no, no, no. Uh, Eric <laughs> no i talked to mikey in the side sidebar i because on the older um f-series trucks and uh, and the expeditions as well uh, mid 2000s they had a problem with their instrument clusters where the leds would burn out <clears throat> specifically the airbag light huh. yeah. that is a safety hazard it is that is a very big safety hazard and so by default when that happens the instrument cluster beeps at you incessantly to let you know that you have a light out in the cluster right okay. the service will the serviceable bulbs on, in the cluster are the backlit bulbs. Mm -hmm. That's it. The LEDs are soldered onto the yeah. motherboard. <laughs> so I was doing research, and there are quite a few uh, solder spots that crack and break on the board. There are certain areas you focus on, and you resolder everything. So I did that. I resoldered everything. Four fucking times. Wow. Kind of like my mom's Denali. Taking this apart. That, I did that once and done. That was a one and done. You had, you had to do it twice. The motherboard? Uh, for the back of the instrument cluster that you had to, that had those two burnt out contact points because it was so dim. I'm pretty sure I just did it once. No, that uh, one resistor shifted on you and you got all pissed off and you had to do it again. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't remember that. That sounds, that sounds right, but I don't fucking remember it that. It just didn't sit right. Oh, God. Oh, it was one of the needles. Yes. That's what it was. It was the fucking needles, which mm, I ran into that problem again, by the way, on this instrument cluster. But I, I digress. I soldered it four times and including the LED and the LED is just dead. Mm-hmm. And you can't get an LED about that big 
for that cluster. So I unsoldered the chime from the motherboard. <laughs> the problem solved. It's like it never happened. It's like it never happened, but now I have no fucking... The oil pressure is below the L, and <laughs> at idle, the RPMs are showing 200, and I have to take it back apart again and reset the needles. Boo. Which I'm hoping I can do because I had to super glue them together because when I removed them, they shattered into three pieces each. Oh, shit. So here's to hoping I can get them off without breaking them because if I do break them, we're going to be installing some blue ones because those are the only ones available through eBay. Good. It sounds like a custom modification if you ask me. This, this came stock with these orange ones, but this one has the blue ones. They're Mexican. They'll probably like it. Oh, yeah. No, I'm... I would like that. Catch my drift. See. See. See way. Oh, delay way. Any gays. Do we finally get to talk about how you cope? <sighs> Michael, that was your topic last week. Yeah. I mean, so we had hinted on that because I was, I had all of these emotions and these things building up, which I couldn't talk about at the time. But, you know, we've we've, uh, we've approached this subject before and I think it's still like worthwhile to talk about again of like when things, you know, when you think things are getting really bad and you, you know, maybe want to quit your job or just, you know, you're, you're done with it. Like what are like what are your ways of how do you release? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Uh, what? Michael. Like, 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 like how do you guys deal with that because we all have to like de-stress and relieve at the end of the day it's more than just like you know taking a shower and having a stretch or playing with your dog or whatever you guys do like what are the like when it's really extreme how do you take care of that i just wanted to like see some like coping mechanisms for when it gets really bad i personally like to not address the problem at no, all that's not until it finally builds up enough that i have one giant mental breakdown and then i release everything and then i do it all over again yeah disclaimer that's not you take it out on other people yeah these are not healthy ways that's why that's why i'm sad indeed this conversation is like i think that's a real thing i agree yeah, I mean, I, I had that problem. I, I wrote after Ad. almost 16 years of working at a, a, at, a at one place, I, I wrote a two weeks notice letter, which is something I never thought I would have to do. I, I literally thought I would be buried on the site or like, I mean, I'd die there, but like buried on the site. Yeah. Like, you know, so underneath your bay. Hey, baby. I've been calling my mom a lot lately because she's like, queen of positivity just like sometimes it's super annoying but <laughs> when i'm sad and i'm like hey Jake i just, just need you so, to like so lift me money. up a little bit she's there she's there to just be like you can get through this you know you can do it but does she always give you like positive things or like is she's like why no, I, no you you should yeah you why should i say do that. why i say so so about her mom but it's everybody you have a hard time doing it for yourself mm. yeah yeah. You're well, doing great, sweetie. Doing great, sweetie. Sometimes you just need to fucking hear that too, yeah. you know? Michael, you didn't say how you do. How do you You didn't say you how do? you do, do. How do you do? But he introduced the segment. Well, and then oh. he asked me. 
Well, I mean, it was a, it was an open forum question. Uh, so I guess personally to, to start this uh, conversation off, um, I, uh, I, will, it. I will work out. I will take Co out for uh, a walk or to the dog park. I love drumming, so I'll do that and I'll disappear on the headphones and drum for a, a long time. You were drumming when I got here. Yeah. Um, well, that. I, I ought to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you do? That was the song I was playing when he. It's, came a up. Good, it's a good song. It's a very good song. You don't know. Um, but that's, you know, like those are, those are my ways. It's like uh, a little bit more of like a physical thing, I think, just like, cause you know, you have all that like pent up energy. And for me, it's like, I have like physical energy to like bang it out, release. Yeah. And so I, I look for those things. That you bang are, it out and release. Yeah. Get out in nature. Mm. A lot of people, you know, draw or knit or do puzzles or whatever. Oh, did I tell you? I think no. we talked about this when we initially, like, as a family, talked about it off air. But um, I found a random ass show. It's out of Japan. Japan. Okay. And but it's it's in English. Like it's all dubbed, not dubbed. Yeah, it's dubbed. It, no, it's it's Sub. subtitled in English, but it's meant to be like an English like show. Like they make it so you understand, and it's all these different like spiritual paths. Like they had, um, what's the like? It's a it's a that style thing. of fighting. Aikido. Remember? Yeah, it was all about aikido. And it was like the most fucking calming show. And it's like um, different like spiritual um, practices. But it's not like, hey, do this thing. It's like, hey, this thing exists. And it's just really calm and it's really well um, produced and the music like is an nice video. Yeah, no, it's like, it's like a public access show kind of like PBS or something. And it, there's all these different kinds of, um, like activities that talk about different like spiritual practices. And it's, it was really nice because it gives you like little tiny tidbits that you can like apply to your life. Hmm. And, Interesting. But it's not really meant to be that. It's like educational, but right. I really enjoy that. I will. Um, I don't have my phone on me. Send me the info. But I will. And I'll. I'll bring it back. I'll like post it on Facebook or I'll put it on. Um, the gram. It's on you. It's on YouTube. The gram. So it's free to watch. That's kind of what I'm saying. Is like what helps you. I mean, you know, maybe something that helps you would help somebody else out there that is going through something difficult. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Buenos Aires? That's what I heard. Mm, mm. Interesting. Pretend, I cope by pretending I like my job. <clears throat> that seems to help. Fake it till you make it. It's a thing. Hey, I, I was I was in your shoes up until this morning. Mm. So trust me. Mm. I, I'm I'm I was, am, have been there, will be there again. It's just part of life. So the GM thing happened today? Yeah. Yeah. In, in real time for us right now today, it happened this morning. So it, it, it happened late yesterday, which is crazy because um, we're planning a, um, well, I guess it doesn't matter at this point, but um, we're planning a um, pizza party. Well, it's actually a taco truck, but we call them pizza Ooh, parties. Ooh, fun. Um, so yeah, we got like a Celebrating taco Celebrating the GM's gone. <laughs> Um, <laughs> ding dong, the witches stand. No. <laughs> uh, old boss is always a dick until you meet the new boss. 
Um, mm. but, um, but we, he was genuinely, a dick. so we, you know, I, we had this money saved up. We had, it been a long time since we had done something like this for the employees and you know, we needed to do it. So Travis Ferris needs to do his gig again, dude. That was great. Mm. Yeah. Thank I you. I missed Travis. that. Thank you. Um, anyway, so, you know, we we're fine. We're going to hire this taco truck. We figured out a day. We, I have the money, like it's all good. Um, and then I tell, uh, the GM, I'm like, yeah, so it's going to be this day. He's like, oh, man, uh, I'm going to be out of town. Like, is there any other way that we can do, like, another day? And I was, you know, I go back and I talk to my uh, service manager, and I'm telling him, like, do you, like, you think that there's a way that we can do this? I, I, how many people have you told that we're doing this already? Like, if, mm -hmm. if nobody else knows that it was going to be for this Friday, it's not a big deal. But if everybody knows that it's going to be for this Friday and we reschedule it, it's going to be a problem. Um, and he's like, oh, dude, people know already. I'm like, fuck it. So... So I, I go in and I tell him like, Hey, yeah, I'm sorry, but unfortunately it's going to be, you know, you're not going to be around for this one. We'll catch you on the next one. He had no idea. He had no idea apparently that this change was coming. And again, I don't think it's necessarily a change for, for the worst for, for him. I think that they just, you know, his, his talents are needed somewhere ah! else. I'm sorry. That's the way that I choose to, to look at it. I think that his talents were needed somewhere else. He doesn't it's have any management. of those. Oh yeah. What? Maybe he so. doesn't have any of those talents oh yeah uh anyway any gays that's the way i, I, I try to look at things positively which is i think one of the things of how you cope with things i think we need to lighten up positively. the fucking mood in here i am depressed and i'm sure our listeners are too can you do you have why? a joke this another episode joke? fucking sucks why do you have another joke just saying why why? Because nobody's fucking participating and we can hear all the grim in everybody's fucking voice. Let's lighten it up a little, a little bit, shall we? Why don't monsters eat ghosts? Because they taste like sheet. <laughs> okay. okay. That is compliments of That's our <laughs> listener, Jesse. Jesse. Oh, that, came, that came from somebody else. Okay. Thank awesome. you, Jesse. That did. Awesome. Thank you, Jesse. We really Thank appreciate you, it. Um, I told him that I would add that to the board for this week and we would shout him out. That is a Thank very you. good one. He made an appoint to misspell my name thrice in the messages. With Did a he K? do CK? No, he spelled it three different times, three different ways. Oh. It was intentional. Oh, okay. It oh, was that's, definitely that's intentional. That's fine. Um, was there a CH in there? No, this uh, last one was with an X. An X? <laughs> Okay, it was intentional. E-R-I-X. Oh. Eric's. Yeah, okay. Yeah. E-R-I-X. X? It's fine. I thought it was funny. It's funny. I said I wasn't going to log back in, but I'm logging back in because he had made a comment before. No. Looking back, he actually misspelled it four times because okay. the first message was Eric, E-R-I-C, comma, <laughs> Eric, E-R-I-K, comma, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Oh, exclamation so he point. was just trying to get it right at least one time. Right. That's what it was. I don't think that's what the case was because in the next message it was E-R-I-X. He was being funny. <laughs> the ha-has. Uh, he said, start here. Pod question slash topic. What are some of the things you guys have royally effed up in the industry? And then he told me the joke. And then he went on to his story, which, Jesse, I thoroughly enjoy you being our listener. And we appreciate the joke. But yours 
was a rookie move. <laughs> we all have them, don't we? Hey, we do. We all have. I had a rookie move I'm, today. I'm, I'm here for this. Was right it AM or FM? That was last week. No. <laughs> that was. I, I feel like that was an honest mistake. Yeah, we. I'm saying that's the, that's my point. My point is not to you know throw shade at anyone. No, this was a rookie move. Okay. I'm being a shady You're bitch. Throwing shade. I love you, Jesse. I do. I, 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 I'm here. For I you. had to give you a hard time, though. So, the worst, <laughs> and Mikey, I think you'll appreciate this. I'm dying. The, don't, don't do that. Die. Don't. Please. Wow. In unison, everybody. Mm. Don't, don't die. 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 <laughs> don't. The worst mistake I can think of currently was throwing a grenade into a new engine. V10, 6.8 liter, in a commercial chassis. It was a Cintas uniform van. Came in with a misfire, dropped a valve on cylinders 9 or 10, damaged the head and block, installed the long block. Three miles into my test drive, I developed a misfire that quickly got worse. Removed the spark plug and found it was mangled. Mm. Turns out you're supposed to replace the intake manifold after a catastrophic engine failure. (laughs) Because parts can fly back into the intake and destroy the new engine. Installed another new engine and replaced the intake manifold. I'm sorry. That gave me a good laugh. Jesse, we appreciate you very much. Thank you for having the balls to admit when you fuck up. This is a safe place. It's okay. It is a safe space. And and I can say I I have not done a mistake to that magnitude. But um, shut up, Michael. But I had a bit of a rookie move yesterday. So I'm replacing the high-pressure fuel system on a Diesel Ram 1500. Which is the equivalent of the Ford F-150 or the Maz... Oh, wait. No. (laughs) No. No, not even Or the Volks. Oh, wait. A B series. (laughs) You are spicy tonight, my friend. No, not even a B series. It's larger than that. Um, Yeah, but it's the closest thing. Yeah. All right. Fucking no. Okay. So this Daiso 1500 grenaded the high-pressure fuel pump, as they tend to do on a regular basis. I think I'm on my fifth one uh, in three months. So, so what, like the six, seven? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. So I replaced the high pressure fuels. This truck has been a pain in my fucking ass and not in a good way. Cause I usually like that pain in my ass, but that's beside the point. I was replacing the in tank lift pump or fuel pump because there is no secondary fuel filter on this truck. Hmm. Like the Fords, you have a primary fuel filter and a secondary for the return fuel. No. For guess what? Why? In case a high pressure fuel pump grenades and decides to send metal back to the tank, the filter catches it. These systems don't have that. So you have to replace the in tank pump and thoroughly clean the tank to get all the metal debris out. So I was replacing, anyways, that's here, neither here nor there. All the debris. Yeah, the debris. So I had my fuel pump resting on the table on top of the box, and a large gust of wind decided to come by and blow my in-tank pump, which is also the fuel sending unit, fuel level sending unit, and it hit the floor. 
And for those of you who don't know what it looks like, Google it. It has a little tiny nipple uh, arm on it with a float, kind of like in your toilet, but yeah. much thinner. Mm -hmm. uh, that is attached to the sending unit by plastic. And guess what that plastic does? Snap. It breaks. broke right off. Sure did. The only nice thing about the sending unit is that part is not serviceable in the parts catalog, but it is serviceable. So you find another one that was recently uh, recently the replaced for something else that just came out of that tank. Oh, and mm -hmm. unclipped it from the old one and clipped it onto the new one. You have to transfer the wiring loom, and when I say that, it's a, more of a jumper, if you will. It's got a connector oh, that goes wearing. Ah, yes. <laughs> See, funny, very funny. For those of you who don't know what's going on, Ali is wearing a romper today. Give your balls a tug, Tickfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so the connector goes up into the top of the fuel pump housing, if you will, where the main, main connector connects to it from the outside. And then one goes into the electric pump that's at the bottom of mm -hmm. the sending unit, right? And then it has two wires that come off to the level sensor. I was 90% 99.9% .9 positive. I put it back together, went to start the truck, it wouldn't start. Just crank, 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 crank. Like, fuck, man. I'm sure I primed it enough. And then I thought back to when, because I'll start to backtrack in my mind and think about what I was doing. Right. And I was pretty sure I got distracted when I was plugging shit in and I didn't plug that pump in. <sighs> Which means that I have to drop the fucking tank again. Not too bad to drop on these trucks. It's fairly small. So I drop the tank again. I pull the sending unit out. Motherfuckers plugged in. Mm. Oh. <clears throat> I think I was more frustrated because I had to pull the pump again right. on this oh. goddamn truck. But that was my rookie move. I'm like, that's a fucking like I got just I didn't plug in the fucking. Are you kidding me? Luckily, that wasn't the case. But it ended up being two reasons, three, thrice, thrice, thrice reasons. Uh, one, the battery didn't have enough juice in it to crank the engine fast enough to build up enough high pressure to start the engine okay two in the workshop manual the fuel lines that you replace on top of the engine and i'm not talking about just the hard tubes and i'm not talking about just the return line that comes back that's rubber as well you have to replace the supply lines as well from the pump itself because it's mounted externally that go to the rail there was just a bunch of air in the system is that what you're trying to no. These lines can connect to either port on the high-pressure fuel pump. The two lines. What? The workshop manual does not show you a photo of these lines and how they're installed or removed. There's not even a section to service them because they're each maybe about a foot and a half long, right? That connect onto the high-pressure fuel pump and then the driver's side fuel rail. And then on the other side, the other line is going back to the fuel tank. It's the return line. What? I don't. That's insane. It's asinine. So I kind of installed them how they kind of fell into place, if you will. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they were backwards. Mm. Mm. Mistake number one. Number two, because <laughs> the first one was battery. Number two, corrected that. Motherfucker still won't start. But watching my live data, I was finally getting up to like almost 700 PSI. Truck needs 4,500 to start. Okay, I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> Shop foreman 
just happens to be walking by and starts to be nosy. And he's like, oh, I see fuel dripping from like, and like the fuck you do. He's on top of the engine and he gets his magnet and he points to a section on the passenger side on the, um, near the number three injector. I'm like, it's bone dryer. I pull off the insulator. I'm looking, I'm like, there's nothing dripping. No, I saw something. There's nothing fucking dripping there. You're smoking crack. And he start. he just walks away grumbling, silent. Like he's like, I know I saw something. I'm like, there's nothing dripping there. <laughs> so I put my apprentice inside the truck and I go up and I'm like, as I go up, I see fuel dripping from the <laughs> bell housing. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. But I trace it up to the driver's side and I have my apprentice crank it. And, um, long story short, I found that one of the flare nuts was not tight that went to the left side fuel rail. So a, the shop foreman did not see fuel dripping because of the area he was looking. He was imagining fucking things. But it turns out there was fuel dripping just on the opposite side of the engine <laughs> that he couldn't see. Uh -huh. Tightened up my flare fitting and the bitch fired right up. Hallelujah. Your problem solved. And that was a rather large tangent about uh -huh. one of my fuck ups, if you will. See, Jesse, I can admit it too. Everybody makes mistakes. Indeed. It's okay. Indeed. Just make sure, I'm sure I've talked about it before. I have a pretty terrible slash good one, but we're getting towards the end here. So I don't think, I think we're going to have to uh, TBD to, or to be continued. To be TBC. discussed. TBC. Thank you. Oh, I like TBD. TBD still works. To TBD be discussed. Is to be oh. I didn't think about that either. Mm, that works. Yeah, so no, I like you guys that. think yeah. about yours, and then we'll um, to be discuss the Michael does not ups. make mistakes. No, you you true. have to present one. My biggest fuck up. You and you're a baby. Mine's quick. I took this job. <laughs> oh come on, that's pretty. That's it. up there. That's you too easy. It. That's up there. Come on. <laughs> Specific um, moments, people. Specific moments. I'll have one for next week. Yeah, we'll put that in the um, listener poll uh, or question. See, Jesse, yeah, you please. created a whole thank you, Jesse. Yes, thank you. Stories. We love the us. listener interaction. We really, we, we love it. You know, we may friends, not get back to you family, right away, listeners. Please, but we will. Yeah, we will eventually. And we apologize. Question, topic, jokes. We're only jokes, humans. Pictures of yes. carnage. Love mm -hmm. it. Love it. Indeed. Hot sauce. Love it. Hot sauce. No. Yeah, you ready? You guys want to do no. something? Eric has never been initiated. Eric is not going to be initiated. Eric had the chance twice. No, he didn't. And thrice. He did. I don't recall that. Well, definitely yeah. one time, I remember. I was I initiated. I was initiated with the Malort. No, that was just a fun thing that we did. That was fucking Malort revolting. It doesn't count. That's, that's so was the hot sauce. Thing. That was just a fun thing you did. No, that was physically pained me. <laughs> Physically paid. Physically paid. Thank you to our sponsors, Thank Nick Lowers from Echo Tools and Milwaukee Products. We appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, and Travis Fair is surprising, surprising us surprising with his us. wonderful Justice with Brothers. With his wonderful what? Oh, pens. Products. Pens. Justice Brothers products and pens. Am, am I doing something wrong? He I'm said, sorry, He's surprising Travis. us with his wonderful pens. You pens. And then you cut me off. Well, listen to how that sounds. Oh, like with his... Wonderful. <laughs> no one was thinking that except for you. Pens. Jake Potter, too. Yeah, kind of sort Pen of. 15. Pen 15. Pen 15. Pen 15. Pen 15. Thank, okay. you. Thank you to the guac man. 
Raymond Moon. Ray, Ray, Ray Moon. I love his name so much. He's not Ray Moon. Lake Elsinore. I never Ray say Ray Moon. I know. Remember how for the longest time I thought you were trying to Ray say Ray yes. Moon. Ray Moon. Two words. Ray Moon. And everybody else who listens and helps us out. Uh, Norman Glazier, Dale Follett. We appreciate all of Bruce you. Bruce Bain for these Bruce amazing Bain. tunes. You're such a fucking badass. We appreciate the time and effort you put into this. Th- this should be on the radio. Like, I love this song. We this need to copyright right. this shit. It, it, I'm pretty sure it is. Right? This is Property Customer States Podcast. TMTM. Where you can find us, CustomerStatesPodcast.com, CustomerStatesPodcast at gmail.com. Go to Google. And Google. We did Type Customer we States did, Podcast. We didn't go through with our plan. No, we didn't. That's okay. I, we had fun with we'll it. We'll do it next week. It was timed perfectly any days. We'll do it next week. Indeed. And with that, we say... You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> Love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco Tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.